now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis, and RV Tom. I mean, that's, that's what I was text. Uh, texted right before the show today is that we ought to start calling him RV Tom because he's also a pilot. He flies planes, but he just got a new RV. Maybe that's a good way to to identify him accordingly and not get so confusing uh, with everyone with so many captains on this show. You know, too many captains, too many chefs in the kitchen. Maybe we need uh, RV Tom instead. I don't know. Is that do you like that uh, moniker there, Tom, or what? Yeah, you know that's. Kind of got a nice ring to it, okay. RV Tom. Yeah, RV I Tom. I, I do kind of like it myself, and it'll help me keep things straight. And uh, maybe that'll Tom. translate. And it doesn't matter whether he's in the campground or the airport. It's, it's covered either way, because yeah. he's got the RV that we camp out of with the margarita mixer, and he's got the Vans RV at the hangar. So we've got him covered on all angles. It's That's a perfect right. moniker. See, I'm thinking RV, like recreational vehicle, but you're right. It's RV, like his aircraft that he has. So it does make total sense. So RV Tom it is. I dub the RV Tom. It is done. We got a little uh, dig in here. I have a, a business called Downwind RV and Inspections. So you got me covered there, too. Okay. All right. So there's another reason why we call him RV Tom. What a way to kick off the holiday weekend. You know, Thanksgiving is here. It's time to give the gift of flight. That is why we are here today to remind you that the pilot on your list or the pilot that you are, don't forget the easiest gift you can give this season is something related to aviation. And, uh, you know, sometimes you got to knock these pilots over the head to remind them that uh, that is the perfect thing for the uh, aviation enthusiast on your list. We got a top 10 list of gifts for the season for the pilot on your list. Do we not, Dennis? We do. Yeah. And, you know, let's start off with, you know, training. Get an aviation book. It doesn't have to be a training book, but I mean, aviation books in general, whether it's stick and rudder for a nice relaxing read, or maybe some sort of a, a training guide, uh, maybe a private pilot ground school, hint, hint. Yes. Uh, you know, those are great gifts. If, if somebody is interested, it's a good way to inspire them. If somebody's already working for it, I'm sure there's some additional rating or training that they want. So let's make it happen. We have a top 10 list. That's the first one is give the gift of continuing education. So a class, right? Correct. So books or classes. All right. What's number nine? What else do we have? What pilot isn't equipped without at least one flashlight? And I'll tell you what, I'm a big fan of these little pencil flashlights. Yeah. They're the ideal. They can fit in your pocket and they make a pre-flight so much easier. You're actually able to go look inside the cowl, check inside the oil door. Makes your life a whole lot easier. And they're cheap. You can pick them up, you know, 10, 20 bucks. You can get a nice little pen flashlight. And they're just a neat gift, something that somebody wouldn't think to buy themselves. I like it. Number eight. Top Gun just came out recently. Mm -hmm. And so the leather flight jacket, I suspect, is going to be a pretty hot gift nowadays. Some sort of a flight jacket, whether that's a military A2 leather flight jacket or the Nomex style or just, you know, some cool aviator flight jacket, maybe the matching silk scarf. Or the one that actually says Maverick on it. I guess they probably get one of those, too. Yeah, I'm sure there's somebody out there who would wear it, not me. (laughs) Okay. Number seven, what do we have? Again, this kind of comes under the training, but flight simulator. 
I don't know of a single pilot that doesn't at least have a copy of Microsoft Flight Simulator and a yoke sitting somewhere in their house. Mm-hmm. So you've got the new version of Microsoft Flight Simulator out now for really good photorealistic graphics. X-Plane 12 is out. Heck, we went met with the folks, Elite Flight Systems in your neighborhood there, and you can get an FAA certified simulator if you really want to go all out and maintain your currency in the house. So right. some sort of a flight sim to practice when the weather's not good. Sure, all levels. Uh, you can spend a lot or a little, or, you know, it's just up to you. Okay. Uh, number six. A flight bag. Of course. Every pilot needs a flight bag. I just recently got one from my GoFlight, a little, uh, you know, pilot uh, case enough to hold a headset and gear, because... For a long time, I thought, well, I don't need a flight bag anymore. I got my own airplane. I just leave everything where I left it. And then I found out I'm having to go and get stuff out of the airplane to go teach. And I absolutely love this My Go Flight bag because it's just big enough to hold the headset and an iPad and a battery. And that's enough. Everything stays organized. I know where it is. I absolutely love that bag. Those are really, really nice bags. Number five, what do we have for the pilot on your well, list all pilots must have a pilot watch i think it's in the far somewhere right after tachometer oil pressure i think watch is a mm-hmm. requirement right and you can get a nice brightling but garmin makes really good aviation specific ones i got my eyes on that new apple watch ultra yeah it's really intriguing for pilots because it has a pressure sensor in it you can see your cabin altitude or your actual altitude and uh, obviously a bunch of other functions and as a scuba diver you can also get an app from Oceanic and use it as a dive watch. So I've got one watch that can cover both the scuba diving and the flying. That, that sounds like a good element. investment. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I didn't even think about the aviation elements of that, but of course, it makes a lot of sense. If it can go down and go up, you just have to change the face on it to give it a pilot's vibe, which I'm sure they they have so many well, different faces. Well, that's easy enough to do. You press yeah. and hold. Yeah, press and hold the display and swipe. So, right. okay, I'm diving. Now you swipe. Now I'm flying. Yeah, it has Done. a cute little plane picture on it or something with the, you know, the wings that are the minute hand. They probably have that, <laughs> knowing how many there are out At, there. Well, the app I've been using for quite a few years now is called uh, Watch Metar. And you can actually tie it in and have a have the display actually embed the current weather report to the airport nearest to you. Uh-huh. So I can always just look at my wrist and see exactly what the altimeter setting and the winds are, that's actually really handy as you're starting to get in the plane and go to start up. You know how you need to set your altimeter? Well, I can just look at my watch. I don't even have to listen to ATIS to get the altimeter setting. Absolutely. Right there. Well, there you go. So that's uh, that was number five, right? That's correct. Okay, so number four on our list for best gifts for the pilot on your list is what? An ADSB receiver. We've talked about these a number of times, how just infinitely valuable they are as a, as a pilot being able to see the traffic around you get in-flight weather it just makes you a better safer pilot and now with avidine supporting adsb in over wi-fi if you don't already have a wi-fi solution now here you have a way to get the weather and traffic up on your panel not just on your ipad mm-hmm. so there's a lot of reasons that you want to look at something like that yeah especially if you're the passenger of the pilot on your list you want them to have that extra information, just a little bit of peace of mind. All right, number three. I still think uh, having a portable radio is a very valuable tool because, you know, you may not need it a lot. The chances of the uh, panel-mounted radios not working is pretty slim, but I like that idea of backup. But I think it's actually more important, 
like if you're going to an air show to be able to listen to what's going on or just listen to the planes that are coming over. So having a little portable transceiver or even one of these inexpensive scanner only for aviation band, just so you can listen to the airplanes coming over. We've talked a number of times about how to improve your ability to talk on the radio. Mm -hmm. And one of the best ways to do that is to listen to the professionals doing it. So pull out your handheld, listen to the nearest center frequency or in your area, you could probably pick up Orlando approach on the ground. There you go. You know, hey, it's a great way to pass the time. Why not? Listen to the masters and then uh, incorporate them into your own uh, aviation communication. I like it. Number two. Number two is a new headset. I'm a big fan of that new Lightspeed Delta Zulu. Mm -hmm. Um, Having been able to fly with one for like the last month, it really, really pained me to have to put it back in the box and ship it back to them, though, because it was only on loan. It wasn't a, here you go, this is for you and for the Mooney. No, right. I got to use it and try it, but I have to send it to the next guy to test and play with it and see what they think. And I'm going to have to get that back because I really miss it. I hope my wife's listening. Well, this was supposed to be the top 10 gifts for the pilot on your list, but I'm wondering if it's turning into just Dennis's gift list. At least some of them for sure. But uh, we are to number one, and that would be what, Dennis? A pair of aviation-specific sunglasses. Ah, there we go. uh, As you know, the flying eyes have been revolutionary for me. I absolutely love them because they fit so well under the headset. They don't interfere. I like the magnetic clips. You've got a pair yourself. You've tried out a couple different styles. Everybody that I've told to try them out, has bought them and has come back to me, so they're absolutely fantastic. They are nice. Um, and they've got styles that will fit everybody. But if you also want to just emulate the uh, the Top Gun Maverick look, you know, good old pair of uh, Ray-Ban aviators, uh, those work out just fine, too. That's right. They're functional and fashionable for the pilot on your list. FlyingEyesOptics.com. Check them out. All right, there's 10 items. There's plenty more. We'll get to them eventually as we look into continuing to give the gift of flight on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Gators approach the great and powerful Ross. Uh, Dennis, uh, Hangar 18 down the street. Smilings! The great and powerful Ross knows why you have come. Okay, uh, some spark plug wires and washers for my Mooney 201. Silence! The magnificent Ross has every intention of granting your request. Great. But first, you must prove yourself worthy by bringing me a stick from a Cirrus Vision Jet. You know, I'm not a fan of the whole flying monkey thing. I think I'm going to call aircraft spruce and specialty. Oh, okay, you got me. Uh, just a man behind the curtain with a aircraft spruce catalog. Pretty cool, though, huh? You don't need a wizard to find parts for your plane. You need Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Supplying the aviation industry for over 50 years. Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Call 877-4-SPRUCE. 877-4-SPRUCE or go to aircraftspruce.com. That's aircraftspruce.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. 
Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Oh my god! Santa here? I know him. I know him. But I saw Santa in his bathing suit, trying to catch a wave, but he tried too soon. He laughed so hard that he could barely breathe And washed up next to me He said, you look naughty, but I'm sure you're nice He was soaking wet, but he cracked a smile With a present in his head He said, it's Christmas in the sand Christmas in the sand This is Just Plain Radio, Gregor Co-Pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis and RV Tom Rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information on the busiest shopping weekend of the year. Hopefully you're uh, just kicking back and enjoying some time with us as we uh, talk about planes and things as opposed to fighting the crowds. If you are, we gave you a few tips on uh, some gifts that you can get for the pilot enthusiast or aviation enthusiast on your list. But uh, we have uh, to catch up with the crew here a little bit too because tom uh we haven't talked to him uh you know well we talked to him a couple weeks ago but it's been a while he has his new rv uh 7 12 13 i don't know it's a bunch what nine is it? a nine. nine it was one of those nine. Well, it wasn't actually one of those it was a nine <laughs> eventually i would have got it but he has an rv9 relatively new to him and uh, you're getting ready to fly. Are you flying this weekend, or what are you doing? We got some great weather coming down here to Florida this weekend, so uh, yeah. I'm going to go fly Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sweet. And I, I picked up a new student uh, uh, for Saturday and Sunday named Dave over from Cocoa Beach. So we're going to take him up in a 172 and get him a feel for the airplane, and then we're going to jump over to my RV9 Yes. and then take him up a little bit and uh, take him up for a spin, so to speak. And have some fun with that. But whoa, whoa, whoa. Been, you're going to take him up for a spin on purpose? Or are you, gonna, are you trying to make him puke up his eggnog or something? What, what the heck is that all about? You're going to take uh, him well, up for some spin? For us. He wasn't a pilot, but he's, he's, he's done some acrobatics before. So okay. we're going to just have, just have some unusual attitudes just so to get him uh, acclimated, shall we say, to uh, finding the uh, okay. airspace. Well, explain this to me because now I'm very intrigued. You're going to take him up there and spin in your RV9 and show him uh, yes, what, what it's like to recover from that type of uh, thing or what? Yeah, just to go up some, just a couple uh, spins. I say, you know, just some stall series, maybe a spin down the, you know, a couple spins to the left, a couple spins to the right, yeah. a couple Alron rolls and so forth like that. He's had some flying experience 20 years ago, so he, he almost got his... Uh, private license 20 years ago. Then he had developed some eye problems. So he's been out of the 
doctor for 20 years. Right. He had some corrective surgery about a year and a half ago with his vision. He got his vision back on just about the 2020. It was almost like a miracle. Hmm. So uh, we met on a, on a cruise ship uh, a month and a half ago, and we, we headed off. And turns out he's basically a neighbor of mine, lives right across the Banana River from me on the intercoastal. And uh, so uh, we signed up for a flying club right here in Merritt Island. So I'm going to take him up this weekend, uh, give him his first lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had him 20 years. He, he signed up with Sporties. Thanks to Dennis, he was telling me, uh, and Dennis was talking to one of the shows about t- signing up for Sporties, uh, and we could monitor his progress. And in the last three weeks, he's gone through, uh, uh, through the whole ground school, and he's just about completed getting ready to take his written. And wow. I know he's going to do great. He's enthusiastic about it. He's kind of mimicking you there, Greg. Uh, well, so he's, uh, he's, where's, where's Greg at his progress on his ground school? Uh, well, you can look it up on the Sporties website and see that he's uh, well past me already. You know, now between Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas, I do have some downtime and I'm planning to hunker back down and get uh, my course done because I, I've been told that uh, the medical certificate should happen literally any time, you know, between now and the end of the year. I should hear from the FAA and get my uh, third-class medical certificate with my special issuance. So uh, I'm, you know, but I've been going like 90 miles an hour. Dennis knows this. We've been diving. We've been doing all kinds of crazy things lately. Uh, but then, then I finally get a little downtime here during the holidays, and that's when I plan to get back on the ground school. But getting back to the uh, spin thing, that's not typical for a private pilot license to take uh, the students up there and do spins like this you're talking more of an acrobatic type of thing aren't you or what yeah like 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 i said i'm taking up into 172 in the morning just for his bird basically first uh first lesson or so just get yeah. some straight and level flying right. just to get a feel for your plane. then we're gonna come back get some lunch mm-hmm. and not a heavy lunch but then lose yeah. lunch mexican right. something up. like uh fried and gooey and <laughs> enchilada yeah exactly we're gonna go up We'll go up a couple hours later in my RV nine, yes. and then just uh, just for fun, just going to fly down towards uh, over to head down towards Sebastian and towards Jupiter, and just fly around and just maybe do a couple hour on rolls and some stuff like that. But this is not part of a lesson; it's just right. for enjoyment. He's he's become a good friend of mine, so I'm thinking about my airplane uh, just for me to go fly, and he wants to come along and. Uh, we well, who practice, enjoys uh, it more? I mean, uh, do, do you, uh, by watching your passenger when you do those kind of maneuvers and see if he starts turning green, or, uh, or or will it just be like a roller coaster ride, which I think would be part of that too. But if you get someone up there and you start doing those things and they start going, you know, I mean, I don't know. That you know, actually, depends on the person, doesn't it? It depends on a person and the way you enter the maneuver. If you do it right, if you're not violent about it, if you're just flying along, you know, nose up uh, 10, 12 degrees up, and then just go into a, a nice hour on roll, you know, 70 degrees per second. It's not bad. You don't, you don't feel that sensation of, uh, you know, vertigo or anything like that. It's yeah. just like, wow, this was cool. But you do it at slow entry, you do it slow, you're not spinning like, you know, you know, like a full acrobatic air show. You're just doing right. nice and gradual around the point. It's not bad. Uh, it's, it's, it's very, uh, I find it very soothing to myself when I do it. I well, you're it. talking about think. now. You're talking about rolls like straight ahead and just twi- twist the uh, wings and kind of go upside yes. down or whatever exactly. ninety degrees. Yeah. That's yeah, one thing. Like, like a course. Yeah, that, yep. that would be yep. easy. But uh, the stall part and then stalling and then falling down into a spin. Now that kind of plays havoc with your stomach sometimes if you do those too much, don't they? 
I mean, I would think so. Well, I did that last month with uh, with our co-host, Dennis. He, he got me into a, a stall, yeah. which I haven't been used to, but I've been practicing them a few times since then. And I've become very comfortable with them now. But when Dennis did it with me uh, about a month and a half ago, it kind of got my attention. Like, I really want to get good at this and be aware of the, you know, when you're approaching a stall. So I'm comfortable with it. If I should ever get into one of them, right. I'll be anticipated and be able to react to it uh, quickly and accurately yeah so well it's good to have the skill set to deal with that uh, maneuver for sure and and you hear you know there's people that think uh that beginning pilots should be taught that right out of the box so they get that feel and and that kind of thing and i would tend to agree with that but i also know that that is the maneuver that if you're you're gonna have a stomach issue uh, that's the one that's going to push those buttons. Am I right there, Dennis? Or is there only one way uh, to find most out? Most likely just, well, <laughs> it depends on the strength. Yeah. I mean, I, I know of passengers that even hitting a little bump of air is enough to turn them green. So well, that's right. Uh, you know, my advice really- is you never do that maneuver after a stop at Arcadia for Taco Tuesday. It's not a good combo. <laughs> All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Shall I begin the Christmas story? Absolutely. is Just Plain Radio. Well, it's almost here. you got a few more weeks to take advantage of the season, and hopefully you're making the best of it. I am Greg, your co-pilot, along with Captain Dennis and RV Tom, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. And, uh, you know, RV Tom, you know, your son is actually, he's been working at Flight Training Professionals. And he, what did he just get a promotion or what happened with him, Tom? I mean, you're, you're a proud papa, I believe, right now, aren't you? 
I am actually Orlando Flight Professionals is, is losing one of their great CFIs because my son just gave this notice uh, this past weekend to Keith because yeah. uh, he's getting married. Well, yeah, then he's getting married, and okay. then he, he's off to ground school in Phoenix, Arizona for for an airline. So uh, you know he's moving on to a you know a different career uh, change at this time. Bigger adventures, bigger planes. Uh, he's he's well on his way, but you're proud. I would imagine, because that was that was the ultimate yeah, goal for I'm him, hoping. right? It is a big goal, and we are so proud of him and excited for him. He he's going from just just think about this concept for a minute. He's going from a, a Cessna one seventy two to an Embraer one seventy five jet. Nice. I mean, Twenty years ago, even ten years ago, that wasn't even conceivable. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would have gone from a, a one seventy two to maybe you know a Seneca to a Baron and worked your way up to a turboprop. Then maybe maybe a, a jet five ten years into your career, but he's going right from a one seventy two right into a jet. That's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. My son is super excited. Uh, he just left for Hawaii yesterday uh, for a honeymoon, and he actually he brought some software with him and uh, some of the ground school books for the Embraer one seventy five and uh, his ATP. He's got to get it out of the way, so he got a whole uh, plate full of things that take place between now and. And New Year's. Yeah. So, wait, he went to Hawaii on his honeymoon, and he brought his flight training materials with him? Yeah, well, it's a long <laughs> flight over. Uh, he flew over on, on, my, on my airline uh-huh. on a triple seven. He left yesterday morning. So, okay. you know, it's basically a nine-hour flight. So, uh, and he uh, he called. He goes, Dad, I can't believe the Wi-Fi is not working on this airplane. And it's like a, you know, like a nine-hour flight. And I said, oh, woe is you, Andrew. You're, <laughs> you're going to be at. 35,000 feet doing 600 miles an hour, and you're complaining that the Wi Fi is not working. Well, the that's what we do. Generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I, it, it reminded me of several times when, when I've been going to, out of New York, going to Hong Kong. We're, we're over, literally over the North Pole at 41,000 feet, 600, and a passenger in, in 2A is, is digging a flight attendant complaining that his internet's not working. I can't like, update my I, Facebook status. Come on, people. I'm married now. Oh, That's it, what he's worried about, isn't it? He has to change his status. Oh, it's it's, it's crazy. We've <laughs> we've gotten so used to such luxuries and things that are, you know, to me it's so. After 45 years of flying, every time I get in the air, it's still such an amazing thing. Like I'm in the air. This is, you know, a hundred years ago or 150 years ago, this was unheard of. It was like godlike. You know, nobody got in an airplane and fly. You couldn't even conceive of flying. And nowadays. People just take it for granted, and they right. they complain when the you know their meal is cold or their internet doesn't work. It's it's a whole new generation out there. Yeah, right? it's just well, I do that. Changed. I mean, I I want my food to be warm, even if it's aircraft food. But uh, you know, I I can relate I, the internet thing. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like being disconnected a little bit when I'm on a flight. To be honest, I'm not a big fan of still being able to text and stuff like that. Even though you know it is becoming more common. On the airplanes, for sure. You know, technology keeps on rolling along, and whether you're into it or or not, uh, you know, it's coming. Uh, Actually, we had a big uh, rocket launch here in Central Florida a little over a week ago, which was in our backyard. And uh, even Dennis down there in Fort Myers, you saw the Artemis uh, launch from where you were, Dennis, or what? What happened? Yep. I stayed up till 2 in the morning, and and as soon as they said, you know, zero, I could actually see the light, uh, the horizon just lit up. I yeah. could see the glow from the Kennedy Space Center on the other side of the state. It was nice. amazing. 
yeah. and then I could actually saw the ship climbing out too. That is, it's amazing how well you can see on a clear night when they do a launch. It does light up the entire state of Florida. Uh, even, in, you know, in Orlando, we see it, you know, clear as day during the daylight, too. And that's impressive. But at night, man, you can see it all across the entire peninsula. It's impressive. What, what about you, Tom? Did you watch the launch or no? Or, oh, you know, I, I shouldn't even tell you, but I mean, it's literally in my backyard. It's like 20, I'm in Merritt Island, just about 20 miles south of the Space Center. Yeah. And my wife and I, we went to bed last night. I left the curtains open. And after when, when it, we were just doing so much stuff around the house from the previous hurricane. Yeah. Uh, outside the landscaping and filling in the seawall. You forgot. And so I said, well, when it goes off, it'll wake us up and Piper, our dog, will start barking. Well, next thing you know, it. Uh, look at the clock at six twenty-seven a.m. We slept through the entire thing. So, wow! Uh, well, being that close, you can actually yeah. even, can you even feel it when it takes off like that? Uh, being that close, do you hear a little rumble? Off, feel it? Oh. oh, a little rumble. We actually yeah. had well when the space shuttle used to take off. Uh, when it would take off, we'd actually had pictures fall off of our walls, and you can see the wow. glass uh, on the back there vibrating back and forth, and uh-huh. the dogs would bark at it. And it was, it was incredible. But oh no, just shuttle. Okay, yeah. But the but Artemis just, didn't uh, do that. It, yeah, they have uh, well, streamlined that process have, a little bit. I don't know. Or you were just too damn tired. Wife, <laughs> I was just too damn tired. My yeah. wife is a slave driver. We get, we got some sod delivered, some sand, and mm-hmm. between doing that, I I was just worn out by uh, Tommy dinner and uh, watch a little bit of TV, and I was just just pooped out. I was just wow. we fell asleep. I said, "Well, I don't want to want to." We'll hear rumbling and everything. Well, like I said, Alexander woke up at like 6.27 in the morning. says, oh, I guess we missed it. Well, first right. of all, we thought maybe it didn't go off because they had a little bit of a valve problem. So I heard it didn't even go off because I didn't hear it last night. Honey, did you hear it? Nope. And Piper, doggy, slept right through it. So yeah. I didn't even think it went off until uh, Dennis sent me a text. And were, are you up? And then I looked at it. Oh. I guess it went off. Uh-huh. We missed it. Oh, wow. So Dennis saw it all the way down in Fort Myers, and you were right next to it and didn't even wake up uh, yeah, from the I rumble right or whatever. I, I mean, I, I, I saw know. some report. The Artemis rocket uh, is being billed as the most powerful rocket in the world. Uh, and I guess, I mean, there was one of the NASA people that were talking about that. I never really considered that. I mean, I know it's big and it's huge and it's massive. I just never kind of put it in that perspective. Like, well, yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? And, uh, you know, they were telling yeah, it's the fact bigger than that, the Saturn V from the Apollo era. Yeah. So you'd think it'd shake your, uh, you know, pictures off the wall much more than the the Challenger uh, liftoffs used to. But maybe they've found a way to do it uh, where it's not as uh, abrasive to the local community. I don't know. Do you know anything about it, Dennis? Well, I mean, it is more powerful than the even the Saturn V, which was the, uh, the Apollo moon rocket. It's something like 88 million pounds of thrust. But it's it's an interesting combination it's both uh it's just like the space shuttle where you've got solid rocket boosters around a liquid core um you know maybe the it's a lot more streamlined the shuttle had the you know the shuttle was piggybacked on the back of a tank and you know mm-hmm. just a lot bulkier maybe the fact that it's a nice uh compact stack maybe helps with uh, some of the vibration but personally i think it, tom just was unconscious just worn out <laughs> and exhausted if he didn't get woke up by that <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, my wife works me like a horse. So we trying to catch up from the previous hurricane, getting things ready and uh, of a hectic week, our son getting married and trying to get people flying in from literally all over the continent and the UK, trying to get everything ready for the wedding. When we went to bed yesterday, we were just pooped out from uh, just a whole week of uh, craziness. Well, there you go. He has a good excuse. We'll, uh, we'll give him a pass. But, you yeah. know, why are we talking about that? Well, because that technology filters down to aviation eventually. So whatever they learn doing all these rocket launches, filters down to uh, GA, hopefully making our flights better, more efficient, and uh, give us new toys out of that technology as well. All right, more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hey, Griswold, where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. Let's get away from sleigh bells. Let's get away from snow. Let's make or break some Christmas, dear. I know the place to go. How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How'd you like to spend the holiday away across the sea? This is Just Plain Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis and RV Tom rounding out the crew. As we navigate the latest aviation news and information on this holiday weekend, hopefully you're having fun. Stress-free shopping weekend and, uh, you know, just taking care of the pilot on your list. All right. So we got a couple other cool uh, little nuggets to share with our passengers before we wrap it up today. One involves the Air Force and their uh, colorful sense of humor. Is that uh, how you would describe this one? Am I, I, do I get this right, you think, Dennis? What do you, what do you think? Yeah, that's pretty close. Uh, you know, there, there's uh, been reports that a uh, U.S. Air Force uh, refueler was operating off the coast of Syria, and apparently the pilots uh, in in the uh, efforts to refuel the airplane decided to be a little bit more creative in in the exact patterns that they flew. And yeah. when you look at the radar returns, I, I guess it could be interpreted as um, sending a message maybe to the Russian forces that were uh, at a naval base and an air base operating nearby. Okay. Let's just say it's a potentially a DP or a uh, more of a phallic looking uh, track as opposed <laughs> to just your normal racetrack in the sky. I love this. Uh, yeah. So, so they did a flight path in the shape of a phallic symbol <laughs> that she would show up on the radar of the Russians. And it was just like, hey, guys, just want to let you know we're here. Surprise. That's pretty much what summed it up. I mean, I guess that that's, that's awesome. our military's uh That's very finest. creative. I love it. That sounds like a, that should be a scene in, like, it uh, should have been a scene of them doing that in the Top Gun movie. Uh, you know? Well, that, or or maybe it was taken right out of the Austin Powers movies. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's been in there. I mean, you know, uh, Tom used to work for the commercial airlines. Did they ever do that? Have you ever seen anything like that with like a commercial airliner that got put in a, you know, a holding pattern and decided to run a, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how you do that. I mean, this is skywriting stuff to another level 
But has that ever happened that you're aware of where uh, a commercial airline would fly a flight path to let the tower know, hey, I really don't like how you're treating me today? <laughs> has that ever happened in your, uh, in your uh, you know, career uh, as a commercial pilot? No, it's never happened. We get, get put into a holding pattern. It's pretty strict. Uh, you got to stick to it, and, huh? Uh, lateral left and right. Yeah. So we can't decide to just go out on our own and say, hey, I don't like the way you're holding me today. Yeah. I'm going to hold the way I want to hold. Well, I could probably do that one time, and that would right. probably end my career. Yeah. You know, when you got 370 passengers on board at, you know, at 21,000 feet and you're doing 250 knots, you just can't decide right. to do it. Well, you it'd, have to, to it'd, it'd be the other way around. Well, Dennis, I mean, it'd be the guys in the tower. They say they were really bored on a Saturday night. Like, hey, Joe. Check this out. I'm gonna make this one plane do this pattern for me, and then then he shows him the the screenshot of of his flight path, and it you know he's you know made Mickey Mouse you know pictures or God knows what else, maybe like what more like the Air Force did for for the Russians. Yeah, I don't know. They would have to go that way yeah, if need, it were to happen. Need you to hold huh? north of this fix uh, uh, with a ten mile legs. Now yeah. I want you to hold west of this fix right. for two mile legs. I'm, uh, yeah, 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 I don't think this, that's going to go over too well either. Well, I mean, how would, how would anyone know except the guys in the tower, right? I mean, I, I can't believe that has not happened. Is my point. I'm thinking this is uh, is a thing. You know how it doesn't happen very often now because they're overworked by by far. But you know you get late shift. It's really slow. You're trying to pass the time, stay awake, and uh, they just uh, do the, things the to amuse themselves. Controllers, yeah, they would have a lot of explaining to do if they were holding an airplane. You know, just yeah. because they got a lot of work to do or you know are bored, that airplane needs to be somewhere else, and just to have them just you know pointlessly making tracks in the sky. Yeah. Uh, just so they well, can draw it wouldn't a be symbol. Pointless is like probably I'm, not. I'm making artwork well, here, people. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making art. Okay, maybe that's just me, but I just got a bad feeling this has happened more than once uh, because I don't. I, it just doesn't sound like the first time this has ever happened. Uh, it's a great idea, though. I love it, and I'm surprised we haven't heard more about this story. Uh, I mean, where did you find that one? When and how long ago did that happen? By the way, do we know? This was maybe a month ago. Okay. Um, it was uncovered. Uh, uh, one of the news magazines or whatever had it. And yeah. Like, well, I figured that this is some this this appeals to our sense of humor and our our childish. Uh, That's our boys, right? Go represent. Oh, I love this. I love it so much. All right. Well, uh, we got time for at least one more story, and this one kind of hits close to home for Captain Dennis. He now resides in Fort Myers, Florida. He's still a rel- relatively new Floridian. It's been what a year, right? A little over a year now, or has two it? years? Actually, two years. What? It's been time flies. Two years. Pun time flies. Yeah, and uh, but you went back home to Minnesota recently and got a taste of what you had left, which is the cold. And uh, what did you experience while you were up there? Well, uh, I did actually have to wear jeans for the first time in probably 18 months. Uh, uh-huh. So that was really kind of depressing. Yeah. Down in Fort Myers, you know, uh, clothes are clean. optional, uh, depending on where uh, no, you clothes go. Clothes are very much required for me. The, oh, the, the, okay. <laughs> nobody yeah. wants to see that. Right. Um, not even, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> not no even me. Not. Yeah. So, no, 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 that, that's no good. But uh, it's just interesting. I'm still on several mailing lists for the flight schools back in Minnesota and things like that. And I, I got there 
reminder. Hey, everybody, it's a beautiful fall season. We're looking forward to the coming weeks. But, you know, the temperatures are starting to come down. Just want to remind you, here's all the things we need to do now that cold weather is coming. Don't forget to put the blanket on the engine when you get out of the plane. No. Make sure the plane's plugged in when you're done flying. No. All of this kind of stuff. I'm like, boy, I don't miss that. Yeah. It's nice to be in a warm weather climate as opposed to having to deal with winterizing your aircraft or just keeping it, you know, maintained uh, to stay warm and that kind of stuff. You don't miss that aspect of being, uh, you know, being in Florida compared to Minnesota, right? Not at all. I mean, when we talk about a cold front coming down, it's like, okay, well, I guess I might have to break a hoodie out for a day or or were, maybe were you tempted to uh, reply on the email and just say, hey, I'm down in Flor- Fort Myers now, uh, gang, and sure, we have hurricanes, but I don't have to do any of that nonsense. So he can, you know. I gave it more thought than you'd think. Uh, yeah. I actually did seriously consider sending a, a little uh, sarcastic reply back to him, like, hey, you know, this could all be avoided if you just moved the fleet to Florida for the winter. Right. And it, you wouldn't have to deal with any of that. Well, all those memes Come that are on up down. on uh, Facebook, you know, it's like, you know, the first big snowstorm of the season, you know, up north. And then you see the pictures on Facebook. It's like, oh, my gosh, we got a storm coming in, in Florida and it might blow sand on the sidewalk. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, those kind of things. So you, you're, it's very tempted to just rub it in to your friends up north. And, you know. The the truth of the matter is is that uh, we we do find some joy in doing just that. <laughs> That's part of the benefits. I mean, sure, we have some downsides. We have you know uh, mosquitoes the size of your hand, and you know we have uh, alligators. We got uh, hurricanes and things like that. But we got warm weather, and we don't have to deal with the you know the the cold and all that kind of stuff. And that's a big big uh, checkbox in the in the positive in the pro category when it comes to living in Florida, uh, especially yeah, our idea of an icing forecast down here is, you know, is there enough ice in the freezer to make a margarita when we get done? Exactly. And, and yeah, there's uh, many uh, benefits and we can fly year round. We don't have to, you know, shut down if it gets too cold or have the, you know, runway iced over. That just doesn't happen down here. This is the best time of the year to fly in Florida is uh, throughout the holidays and actually into uh, into the winter months. So, hey, we're living large. We're going to take advantage of it, and we're going to rub it into our friends up north. Sorry. Hate us because you ain't us. Is that how it goes? Yeah, I think that's actually okay. it. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just what we do sometimes. Sorry, you're going to have to deal with it. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up for this holiday weekend. Till next time, remember to give the gift of flight, and there's no better high than learning to just plain radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. i say we take off and nuke the entire site from morbid your aviation resource on the information super skyway it's the only way to be sure just plain radio is a production of overboard entertainment incorporated but just plain wrong remember you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. i'm gonna leave my people up to the radio tower so tell a friend and take off every week with just plain radio and i'm gonna make a call the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. (laughs) 
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 